Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified, and what a lovely day we are having in D.C. It is storming and flooding, flash flooding all over D.C., so I am so excited to be leaving and to go to L.A. tomorrow for the ESPYs, and uh, then we're going to the Energy Science Technology Conference in Idaho. That'll be our fourth year there, and then heading back to Dallas to do another book cover, so I've got an interesting nine days. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, and uh, I am busy working on our 100 book completion and getting all of those things done, so I'm having a lovely time doing all these wonderful interviews with amazing people like Alex uh, Mendozian yesterday. What? Uh, yeah, it was great. We had a, a really great <laughs> interview for his chapter, and um, next week we have Jack Canfield that's going to be joining us here on uh, Amplified, so lots of exciting things going on in the world. Well, you know, the two guests we have are in process of having their Keep Smiling book done, and the idea of this Keep Smiling book is there are a lot of people in this world right now that are not having an absolutely great day and not having, in, in their opinion, even an absolutely great life, and so they're they're either desperate or they're just yearning for hope and, uh, and something to inspire them. And so these books, uh, we're getting 100 books done. And, you know, God willing that they get done early August, we are planning on sending them to the big talk shows. Uh, we have uh, contacts to some of these cool shows. So we hope that this movement will get some airtime and really uh, shed the spotlight on some of these amazing leaders who may not have the biggest social uh, imprint on social media, but they are playing big. They're playing uh, to make a difference in the world. They're creating a world they, they want to see, and they just do it with love. They lead with love. So we have uh, 100 books coming out, and I'm so excited that we're going to be having them come out uh, so we can start seeing how it impacts the world. So, Andrea, uh, let's talk about what this has been like for you to do the 100 books. Just give me a quick uh, synopsis of that. Well, you know, one of the most exciting parts that I, I didn't anticipate is um, when I'm interviewing people and hearing their stories uh, and when I'm reading the other ones that have been sent in, there's an impact in the world that I had considered could be there, but I didn't see the depth of it until I read the story. So, you know, we now have a hundred case studies of people who have experienced and witnessed that they have done something good in the world and the stories that have impacted other people's lives, um, not just in the one, but in the many, it's been beautiful. I mean, literally uh, some of the stories have just brought me to tears in reading them. And, and hearing people about it. And yes, I tend to be emotional and, and you know, cried every Hallmark movie. But these are really beautiful stories that deserve a, a bigger a bigger audience. They, they are stories that actually I see deserve their own book. And eventually, um, I would love to see them um, in, in, a, in a docuseries or in a film because they're so impactful and so deep. Well, First of all, share a couple of the names, just like two or three or four names of people that you were just kind of blown away by their story. And not why, uh, but just that they you were blown away. <laughs> well, I will. So, 
I'm trying to think of the ones that that really brought me to tears the most. Oh, well, uh, Randy Sutton, of course, with the, um, the Wounded Blue that we're partnering with as well to help support and um, get a voice out to the officers who've been catastrophically injured across the world in the line of duty and how they kind of are really abandoned by their departments. Those hearing how uh, someone couldn't feed their children and had a bake sale so they could buy diapers. Well, we're going to have Randy Arn. We're going to have Randy Arn another time so he can really go deeper. I I was just talking about who they are. All right. So, okay. Thank you. Um, A new gentleman, his name is uh, Cesar Rodarte. Um, He grew up in a gang and, um, and his, talking about how the things that he went through that people don't experience and and getting out of prison just actually the last couple of years um, and telling his personal story for the first time with us um, was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Greg Jacobson, his story is, is, is so deep. And Ivan Meisner, Dr. Ivan Meisner, uh, he told me stories that both of us literally were choked up on. Super. Well, obviously all these stories are going to be released uh, at least initially in August. All the books are going to be available for free downloads and it's to get the movement and hope on the rise in our country and in some of the cities that really have kind of a black eye with regard to their reputation of being a city that has a lot of crime and just people that I think are in a bad place can actually change a city so it's actually not just safe but it's positive and the cool thing about this book is the author is the focal point there is uh, we have a lot of people say okay there's a book you get 100 authors so you have one book 100 authors I go nope that's 100 authors, 100 books. So each chapter in each book is the exclusive chapter, and it's a, a nice walkthrough of who they are. And we're about to bring on our first guest, who obviously just shared, uh, just did her book. So why don't you introduce Dr. Marilyn Scott? I will. So Dr. Marilyn, she actually has a really cool event this weekend as well that we'll get to talk about. Dr. Marilyn Scott has been a holistic healer for 35 plus years. She graduated from California College of Naturopathic Medicine and the Loomis Institute. She's also a certified natural health professional, bringing natural healing modalities to the forefront. And her company, Healthy Living with Marilyn, is a new adventure, you know, adding that special touch to natural healing. And she also has a YouTube TV show called Healthy Living with Marilyn. And that has a plethora of information concerning living the natural and healthy way. And she also has two books that have been recently out, Being Amazing, Positive Results are Just a Leap Away, and Putting It All Together for a Healthier You. And her main goal in the world is to enlighten people and show them how how amazing they are, and she is doing that every day of her life. Dr. Marilyn, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. This is wonderful. So, Dudette, how how are you? Did you like the project? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love the project. I'm still working on some sponsors, but yeah, it's going well. Like Andrea said, I'm having a women's party this weekend, a Keep Smiling party, and there's going to be a lot of women here getting their pictures taken, and we're going to have a good time. And it's going to be a lot of positive networking and positive energy. So the the concept of this book is to kind of get a new question asked for people that want to lead or are considering being a leader or that are a leader, and that is, how many smiles are you creating, and what's your smile story? So if you think about it, what Marilyn is doing is kind of cool. She's honoring the people that make the biggest difference in her life, and she's putting them in her book. They're technically supporting her chapter getting out, being ambassadors, sharing her chapter and her story, and she's thanking them 
or the ride that she's going to get from a content standpoint, but also letting them get spotlight too. So really, thank you so much for believing in this and being a big part of it, Marilyn. Oh, it's my pleasure. We live in such a negative world, tired of all the negativity. I don't like to watch the news. A couple of years ago, my intuition said, Marilyn, you got to start writing Be Amazing posts on your Facebook page. Well, I don't ask my intuition anything why I need to do this. My intuition knows me better than I do. So I started doing it, and people started, um, they started commenting, and they started liking them and loving them, and they're looking forward to them every single morning. And for a little bit last fall, I took a little bit of a break, and somebody said to me one day, Marilyn, will you be amazing post? So I sort of dropped off for a little bit because I was busy writing my second book. And they said, you got to get back doing that. So I got back doing it several months ago, and I said, well, I'm back, and people were happy about me being back because evidently what I say has a big impact on a lot of people's day, and that's my goal is to make people realize that they are amazing and they can have an amazing day. Just have to turn their their sadness around and we all have the t- same 24 hours. So I ask them, what are you doing with yours? Amen. Well, I, I want to ask, a, I guess, the starting question, which would be, what was your life like in your childhood and did it? Uh, how, what kind of impact did it have to cause you to be who you are today? My childhood sucked. I hate to use it, but it was bad. Um, I'm a fraternal twin. Um, My sister excelled in school. I did not. Um, God gave me a voice. I have perfect pitch, so when I went to college, I had to sing my way into college. I was the number one soprano in the state of New Jersey for three years, so I took advantage of that. But I was always compared, constantly compared to my sister. Why can't you be like her? Why can't you be smart like her? Blah, blah, blah. So it was very, very, very difficult for me. I lived in her shadow for a long time. And then one day, my intuition said, it is time for you to move on. So I listened to my intuition a lot because my intuition guides me. You know, we all have intuition. You just have to open it up. And when I realized that, you know, my intuition is like my best friend and I listen to it. And sometimes when I don't, You know, it gets me in trouble when I get my brain in the way. But growing up for me was very, very difficult, very difficult. And I really feel that's what has made me the woman I am today from all the adversity because I understood sadness. I understood lack of self-esteem. I understood all those sad, very difficult feelings. Um, You look at me sideways when I was a kid, I cry. You know, I cry really, really immediately. Um, I don't do that anymore. I've got an, I've, re, I've created a thicker skin. Even though I am very, very compassionate, I'm known as the Be Amazing Doc. I will listen to anybody who is having an issue, but I'm there for people because I have been there and I know what it's like. So when you did uh, the Keep Smiling chapter template, the first thing it asks is, who are you? Tell about your journey, the obstacles and the failures that you had to overcome. And our theory is that the more you have to overcome, the bigger your who is and you play a bigger a bigger role in life as a leader or a person that impacts other people. So what did you learn from that exercise? From the Be Amazing exercise? Um, you can talk about, about? I was talking about the uh, template one because you were talking about what you had to overcome to be who you are. And uh, that uh-huh. was the first question in the chapter template for the Keep Smiling when you shared uh-huh. your story. So you can talk about that or you can talk about the Be Amazing uh, exercise, either one or both. 
Well, it took me a while. It took me a while kind of get out of my comfort zone. You know, we're all in our comfort zone. Everybody's cool, and we're not willing to change, and everything's so great. But I realized that I had to get out of my comfort zone. And um, I was afraid of people criticizing me. And then my intuition said to me and my thought process said, don't worry about what other people, what other people think or say. Just go out and do your thing. If they don't like it and you can't please everybody, if they don't like it, it's fine. It's fine. When I wrote my Be Amazing book, I wrote my Be Amazing book, 75% of it in three days. Um, it took me exactly four months from start to publish to get that book out. I wrote two books in one year. Did I ever think I'd do that? <laughs> Not hardly. Um, but I did it. And the reason why I did it is I really needed to get the word out. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. You've got to be focused. You've got to stay, stay more organized. And organizing is something that I really struggle with. So I have a team of people that help me keep organized. And so they make me look better. But, um... I don't know. I, I, I want to be involved in the Keep Smiling movement because when I look at your books and when I read them, I smile the whole time. And at the end, I wind up crying, but it's not sad tears. It's happy tears because there's other people out there who are happy and there's other, and there's other people out there who try, who really go out of their way to tell people that it's important to find a happier note in your day. Because it takes more, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. It takes more effort to cry than it does to laugh. And when you laugh 20 minutes a day, that's 60 minutes. That equals 60 minutes of aerobic exercise. Let me tell you something. I would much rather do 60 minutes, 20 minutes of laughing, than 60 minutes of aerobic exercise. And I just want people to find happiness in their life. You know, I don't want to be sad. I was sad for a very long time when I was growing up. I felt useless. I really did. I felt totally useless, like nobody loved me. One day, my, my son, when he was six years old, he says, I don't think Granddad likes me. And I said, Granddad doesn't like me either. And I always felt that way. He may have had respect for me when I was like 49. I finally realized he respected me. But as far as love, I really don't think I got the love from my dad. So I make sure that with my children and with my grandchildren, I make sure that I give them love and that... I let them know that they are important because they are. And everybody's important out there. I spoke to a woman last week. For quite a while, she was going through a rough time, and I spent four hours on the phone with her. Four hours, you know, and it made her feel better. If it cost me four hours to make her feel better, I would do it. And that's what I do. People need to be happy. They need to find happiness in their life. They need to get out from underneath and go out and smile. Smiling doesn't cost anything. A hug doesn't cost anything. Those are the things that are really free. Really free. You know? Yep. And you can give a hug. You can give a smile. You can open a door for somebody. You can help somebody, a uh, older person across the road. Find and some happiness. Is, do something good for somebody. And the thing is, when you do that, you're actually giving energy back to yourself. It's not expending energy. It's actually synergizing mm -hmm. both of you. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's easy. Well, it's I, free. Well, it's I know you free. get out to events, and that's how we met. So um, if you'd like to acknowledge or recommend a couple of events that you've been to that you've met extraordinary people and really cool leaders, uh, go ahead and share that right now. 
Um, well, one of my favorite events is Secret Knockout in San Diego with Greg Reed. Um, I've met a lot of people out there. I've ha- gotten a lot of good contacts. I met you at a talk event um, with Bill, um, Walsh. Bill Walsh. Yeah, and you just sat next to me, and it's like, okay, who is this guy? And then we developed a relationship, uh, and it it was great. Um, I don't know. Press, Secret Knock's probably my favorite networking event. I mean, I do I go to networking events around in this area and where I live in Richmond, Virginia, but the big one that I go to is Secret Knock. Well, I was sharing that because we ran into each other. My recollect is three times at national events, whether they were local or in, in California. I think we ran in three times. But uh, those type of yeah. events help energize you. We keep running you. into one another, Karen. That's right. And All I right. wanted to ask you about uh, your doctorate. So what made you decide to keep going with your education? Uh, well, I was a professional singer. Um, and one day I decided that I was going to get into herbs. So, um, because I wanted to just cook with herbs and I wanted to get away from salt. This was like a very long time ago in my twenties. My mom gave me a book, a Rodale cookbook on herbs. And I realized that herbs, you don't always, they not only make taste good in your food, but they can make you feel better. So I looked at that book and I've read it a gajillion times and I've had that book. It's still on my bookshelf. And I started going to school, and I became an herbologist, a scientist of herbs. And then I became a homeopath, and these modalities were just being brought to me all the time, so then I decided to go to school. And at at the California College of Natural Medicine, I got a certificate, a degree in um, anti-aging and endocrinology, which was really interesting, and it was homeopathic-based. I'm a big homeopath. That's basically my healing modality is homeopathy. I help, I, I use the other modalities. I, ha, I practice numerous different modalities. I don't have a practice right now. I closed my practice not quite five years ago to be a grandma, and I was a grandma for three years. And that's, within that three years, that's when I started Healthy Living with Marilyn, um, which was my YouTube slash Facebook show that I did every Thursday night. So, but when I went to school, it was important for me to go to school. It was important for me to enlighten people that you don't have to go the Western route and have to deal with side effects. And the modalities that I work with people don't generally have side effects. And they're easy, they're simple, they make people feel better, and that's why I do, that's why I do that. You know, I, I am a product of my own homeopathy, um, I, a couple years ago, my ankle rolled on me, and I couldn't walk, and so I used a homeopathic remedy to help with sprains, because sprains take longer to heal than breaks, and people don't realize that. They say, oh, at least you didn't break it. Well, you would have been better off to break it, because it heals faster. So, but the good thing about muscle is it has memory, So, and that's what I've learned, and that's what I teach people, and I like to teach people about how their bodies function so they can understand it better. So I went to school, and I love to make people realize that, yeah, you've had a bump in the road, you've fallen, whatever, you you hurt yourself, but you can get better pretty fast. So that's what I do. 
That's really cool. Well, I know Andrea has a couple questions for you, so I'm going to turn it over to her. Well, one of the things I'd love you to share, Marilyn, is um, how you got so inspired by your grandson, uh, and and do a short version of that. You know, just a, you know, two or three sentences about how when he was born as a preemie, what inspired you about him? Uh, my grandson Banner. He is my fourth grandchild. Um, my grand, my daughter-in-law had preeclampsia, and Banner, who was named after the Hulk was born three months, 10 days too early. And when he came out into the world, he was breathing and crying on his own, which was pretty amazing since Banner weighed one pound, six ounces, and was 12 and a half inches long. And I'm telling you, Andrea, he looked like a ruler. He had a lot of potential. He had gotten a staph infection and a UTI, a urinary tract infection, and the MeQ, and it's like, well, how does that happen? But I was in Virginia, and my son is in California. So things happen for a reason. He has worked through adversity. He has met some extremely challenging health issues when he was in the NICU. He showed me how to move forward. He showed me that no matter what is happening in your life, you can make it through. And yesterday, they put a... Um, video out on Instagram. He has his own Instagram page, by the way. It's Banner Plumley. Um, he's walking. He's walking now. And it was amazing to see that, that little video on Instagram. So if you think you're down and out, just think about somebody who is more down and out. Because if you think you have problems, just look out in the world. There's somebody else that has more problems than you do. Truly. I found that out. But he's taught me. He's taught me how to keep going, how to keep pushing, how to keep staying motivated to move on. He's amazing. He is my miracle. He is my purpose, and he is my why. That's awesome. Well, we want uh, to have our guest uh, and our listeners know how they can reach you and how you can they can get the book. So, if you'd uh, share the titles of the book and. Uh, what the target, uh, I guess, problem you're solving in those books are, and then where, where they can buy them. Um, my first book that I wrote, and I wrote them exactly, I published them exactly a year apart. The Amazing Powerful Results Are Just a Leap Away. It's on Amazon. Um, my second book, Pulling It All Together for a Healthier You, is also on Amazon. My website is www.amazon.com. TheBookTheAmazing.com. I have two websites, and the other website is www.HealthyLivingWithMarilyn.com. They look different. Um, I had my millennial website guys do them, and um, I love both websites. Um, they're on a different sort of on a different format, and they can get in touch with me through um, emailing at um, MarilynAScott at gmail.com. Or they can call me on the phone. What? Phone number is 804. Huh? That's pretty cool. Phone calls, too. Yeah. 804-350-0034. That's 804-350-0034. Mind you, I am on Eastern Time. I live in Virginia. <laughs> so if you are calling me for at 9 o'clock and you live in the West Coast, I might not answer the phone. But please text me. You can 
feel free to text me to let me know who you are that you're going to send me, um, that you're going to give me a call. If you, if I don't answer the phone, please leave a message. I promise I will get back with you because a lot of times I will not answer the phone for numbers that I don't know because I've gotten a lot of spam numbers and stuff like that. Um, but don't hesitate to call me. I am there for you, but it's probably best to text me first to let me know that you're going to call. All right. Well, we just want to... And my email address, my email address again is Marilyn A. Scott, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-A-S-C-O-T-T at Gmail. My mom named me after, after Marilyn Monroe. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, we unfortunately are out of time, so we're going to go to break, and we will put a couple of these questions in the social media so you can answer them. It's things like, uh, well, you can answer this. Uh, wh- what's a quote you live by? Smile because it makes people happy. That just made me happy. <laughs> Did it? Well, thank you, Marilyn. You have been amplified. You're awesome. Have a glorious day and look forward to seeing you at the next event. Good luck on your event in Richmond. We'll put a, a link to that if you wish later, and maybe we'll get some other yeah. wonderful leaders to, to attend. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. This program has been brought to you by the Red Carpet Connection, Big Events USA, and of course, the Keep Smiling Movement. I'm Ken Roshan on the Influencer Channel on Voice America. Be back in a minute. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to Amplify. This is Ken Roshan on Voice America's Influencer Channel with my producer and publicist, Andrea Adams-Miller with the Red Carpet Connection. And she has been instrumental in making sure the Keep Smiling 100 Book Project is successful and uh, just super high quality. We are we figured out after we announced this project that there are like 700 actions that we have to take with these books because each book we do takes roughly seven actions. You have to, of course, communicate with the author and get the chapter done correctly. Then you have to edit it, format it, make sure that the ads are in, um, that the book uh, photos, quotes, dedication, all those things. So it has been... Uh, a very cool learning experience. And the cool news is that we do have 
slots left. We are not at 100 authors yet, so if you're hearing the show or you know somebody that is inspiring hope through their leadership, then please connect them to us. We have probably as many as 10 spots open still, and we are looking for the right people to share their story, amplify their goodness. So, Andrea, anything else you'd like to add to that? Well, you know, it's exciting because I don't think people realize the outreach that you're going to have when you're featured in a book that also has pictures of 99 other people influential in in your field, whether it's inspiration or, you know, speakers or authors, and then the outreach of all all of those people that are cross-promoting each other, you know, the amount of... um, impressions and uh, social uh, digital footprint that's spread out from that is immense. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be uh, in the tens of millions of how much outreach can be impacted by the list that people have, especially when you look at some of the key players. Like Dr. Ivan Meisner has 289,000 people in his organization right now. That's just within his group. That's not including all of his alums and all the other people that read his blog. And he's one person and combine that and multiply that times everybody else that's in the book, you know, in your books that are a part of the hundred, because um, it's not just even your book, it's you times all the other people that are doing it this summer. Um, and, and that includes you and I can, and we have a, a large list of people that are connected to us in the world. And our next guest, she's got 17,000 listeners. So in 22 countries. So, I mean, talk about the impact that we're having. It's quite exciting. So just having Crystal and uh, Marilyn's book and vice versa helps them both share the story of each other's. And also it's kind of a third party endorsement um, phenomenon. When I say I'm great, people like think, okay, well that's expected. But if someone else says I am, or I tell someone else, Hey, you got to uh, hire Andrea because she's a great publicist. They're listening to me as telling the truth, because why would I say that if I wasn't experiencing it? So the other part of this phenomenon I think is that so many people do a book and they are quite disenchanted with the experience they have with the ROI and the ROE. They put so much effort into the book. They put so much money in the book. And then they sell a whopping like you know, 20, 30 books. And they say, wow, 7 billion people in the world and 30 of them asked for free books. And uh, I had to sell them for a dollar each or whatever. And um, I've never had so many book sales for my family. So those kind of things right there prove that having multiple variables, so if you just say one person has an impact of 100 and then you have 99 other people in the book, that's 100 times 100 times 100. So it's very easy to get to a pretty large number. And as uh, Andrea was saying, we have some pretty superstar social media phenomenons in that they are having the type of activity on their social media page that shows that they're the real deal, that they really are making the impact and people love them. So let's get to our next author uh, of the Key Smiling Movement, Crystal Lynn Richardson. So let's bring her on. Crystal is a dreams to destiny super catalyst and has been called an expert. She's been called driven, brilliant, anointed, an amazing business coach, an innovative thinker, and a true leader. She has 38 plus years experience in international business, engineering, leadership, operational excellence, public speaking, and missions in over 25 countries. Entrepreneurs and inventors hire her to unravel their mind webs and propel their businesses to the land of impact, financial freedom, and fulfillment for their powerful purpose with the meaning of giving back as a model of must. She has authored three books. The newest one is called Flint 
out loud 11 lessons of strategy leadership and success and she is amazing she also has a radio show called soaring with the eagles that has had 17,000 listeners so far in 22 countries in just nine months she and her nonprofit have won humanitarian awards and her work has been featured in domestic and international news publications and news shows so please welcome our beautiful crystal to the show crystal lynn richardson standing ovation to you <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So I guess the first question is, uh, since we hadn't talked uh, about the Keep Smiling movement too much, tell me what your experience was with the, the project. Well, it was amazing because I, I always try to look to see, you know, one of our models is <clears throat> from Martin Luther King Jr., which is, you know, what are we doing for others? Life's most important question is, what are we doing for others? And we just had our Give Hope luncheon. We do it every first Saturday. And it's a luncheon where we prepare food, you know, from scratch for the homeless. And we have where we give out clothing and resources uh, related to other things they may need. But the main thing that I focus on, too, is the smile Hmm. and the handshake and the hug. And what is it that we can do to have that personal approach? And they've always stated that they love when we come every first Saturday because we smile at them, we talk to them, and and treat them like real people. So it was very, very, um, I was very honored to be a part of this project. Well, cool. I normally would know more about your book, so since I don't, let's uh, treat me as a, a listener to some degree. Why don't you talk about how you how you approached your first book and why you wrote it and then why you went on to write more. Okay, sure. Yeah, I um, had a trip to Africa many, many years ago, back actually in the 1990s, and it really touched my soul, uh, all of what I experienced there and just being with the people and uh, experiencing it firsthand as opposed to what you see on TV. And uh, going to... That particular trip was to Ghana, Senegal, and Nigeria. And so with the the feel of the music and the food and just the people, and and again, the smile of the children and and the adults when we're dancing and when we're we're eating and and there's festivities and and even church services, that it really touched my soul. So that's actually the name of the book is A Touch of Africa Down in My Soul. That's and beautiful. Uh, I wrote that in order to um, give shed some light on the trip. So it's kind of like a, a, a diary of sorts. But each chapter starts out with a poem. Uh, and some of those poems actually have been put to music. And then it also talks about some of the statistics of, of things that were, were going on uh, over there at the time. So that was the first book. Okay. And share the other ones. Okay, so then the next one is a cele- it's called Celebrate the Things That Make Us One, because uh, as uh, Andrea mentioned, I've been to a number of countries in my life, and a lot of times we spend too much time, I feel, uh, looking at the things that make us different, and as opposed to sharing and celebrating what makes us one. So there's lots of just really great photography uh, in there from the various countries, uh, a lot of really cute kids with a lot of really cute smiles. And, um, again, it's, it's a poetry book. That particular one is a poetry book that goes over poems from all of the different countries. And then the last one uh, that she mentioned is Flint Out Loud. 
And that's 11 Lessons of Strategy, Leadership, and Success. And there I go into how I grew up in Flint and how my parents actually used strategy, leadership, and success to raise me, even though they didn't use those words, obviously, but, but there's a lot of strategy, as you can imagine, raising children, and you have to have leadership, and there's a lot of success that happens as well. So I go into that as well as, what'd you say? I was going to say, why don't you share a couple of the leadership uh, tips that are in the book? Oh, okay. So one of the things that's in there is that uh, laughter is actually one of the tips where you can't be too serious about yourself. Um, You know, things do happen, mistakes happen, and sometimes just downright funny things happen. And so you have to be able to laugh. Another thing is because there's a number of them that uh, there's seven that start with L. So one is a litmus test. You have to have a way to measure yourself. And at Think and Grow Rich, they talked about KPIs and so key performance indicators. And whatever you call them, anything that you do, you have to have a way of having that litmus, litmus test of are you doing what you need to be doing? Do you need to make any changes? Uh, a way to measure yourself. So those are just basically two of the, the principles in the book. Well, you know, I, I'm fascinated by this because really – this project, the Keep Smiling Project, is amplifying the need for leaders who lead with their heart and care mm-hmm. and have positive impact. So, uh, you know, if you want to elaborate a, a couple other gold nuggets that are in that book, I'd be certainly interested to hear them. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, it's 11 Lessons of Strategy, Leadership, and Success. And so I talk about uh, my life growing up. I talk about how my parents had us where we, we always uh, were given jobs by him, like, you know, as far as chores are concerned. But my brother and I, we were, I, I feel like, one of the first kidpreneurs in, in our area because we always had a job. So I grew up in Flint, Michigan, which um, there's leaves that fall, there's snow that falls and, and all of that. So we were always raking someone's leaves and shoveling snow. Uh, we had a paper route. We had where we cut bushes, rose bushes for, you know, the elderly and, and just always had where, you know, we were working. We painted houses and just always doing things with our hands. And so one of the, the nuggets and one of the thoughts there, you know, is just for, for kids today is, you know, to get out there and do something. Get out there and do something with your hands. And so it's, it's important for us to, to not just have where they learn, um, I guess, technology, but also doing things with their hands. And so that, that has actually helped to, to guide me and shape me into the person that I am today. Okay. Well, I wanted to leave a little uh, time for Andrea to ask a question or two. So Andrea. Well, you've had this really great opportunity to work with people internationally all over the world and really be a catalyst for them to fine-tune their businesses to such an amazing level. So I I, I wondered if you would tell us a a short story of of one of the successes and and how you were able to pull them through that, you know, and and create that seven-figure roadmap for them. Yeah, certainly. Um, So in anything I do, I always try to uh, maybe not get too personal with people, but, but have some time where we just sit down and look at their life. Because a lot of times when people come in, 
to talk to me. They fly in to talk to me or, or I go to wherever they are. Uh, they want to just get right into whatever they think that they want to talk about related to their business. But when we start talking about their life and peeling back the onions of, of uh, what they feel that their divine purpose is, then sometimes that conversation takes a turn where we end up uh, actually going into a different business model. So that has happened. I know you asked me for like one example, but that actually has happened more than once where uh, we focus on first, we focus first on one of the things that came out of that assessment. And what I do with that is a different use of Six Sigma tools. I'm not sure if you familiar with Six Sigma, it's, it's used in manufacturing, but uh, it is something that if you flip it the way that I do, we're able to really get into some deep analysis of their life, and then they just come out with saying, you know, the words like brilliant and genius and things like that, because it's, it's a matter of just sometimes just listening to people and then having them listen to themselves, because they haven't, uh, some of these things they haven't said out loud before. And so when they start saying the things out loud, when they start seeing everything uh, on a board or on a table, then it really makes things plain for them. And then we're able to do that assessment and and take them to the next level. Quite impactful. Uh, In fact, uh, mentioning the word impactful, uh, you have a section in your one book about never underestimating your impact. And that's one of the things that we've had a, um, the pleasure of talking this weekend because you're assisting me with a business plan for the Keep Smiling movement. And mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting for you to be able to, you know, reflect with me about the impact that we're having. So if you wanted to yeah. uh, elaborate a little bit more on that, that would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, um, again, even, even with you, Andrea, like, you know, we got into, uh, questions of, uh, what is it that you want to do? And that same question, uh, I even asked to a musical artist. I have uh, a few musical artists, uh, in my, in my, uh, client base too. And sometimes people tend to just think as far as they can see, as opposed to dreaming and then going beyond that dream. And so we did a little bit of that uh, this weekend, too, with conversations with you on the smile moment. Just, you know, just think big. And then after you think big, think bigger and then think even bigger. Like that three step beyond is what sometimes takes people to where they can really, really, really have that maximum impact and and reach that power and that purpose that's way down inside of them. It takes maybe like two or three or four of those onion pills to get there sometimes. And I'm not hearing Ken, so he might be on mute, but I know he had more questions as well. So would you give a little bit more of the backstory about the Briefcase Chronicles? Because I love that. I I love what I was able to see (laughs) about your life. Okay. Yeah. So my parents sent me to kindergarten with a little plastic briefcase. It was uh, blue, all different colors of blue. And um, I had on my little kindergarten suit. And I just stepped into the school with my head up high, you know, walked down the street to the three or four blocks to get to school. And they told me I could do anything that I wanted to do. And they sent me to school with those words every single day. And and I believe them. And part of what happened uh, in elementary school through junior high, high school, and even into my adulthood is that uh, uh, I had where, you know, there was 
bullying and, and thing, name calling and some other things like that that had taken place. And so I grew up uh, with a very happy home and uh, parents that were supportive and uh, several close friends, but I was in that environment of, of the bullying. And so I never really felt that my voice mattered, but uh, me and my briefcase just went everywhere. Like every single grade I went to, I had a briefcase. And so the briefcase chronicles basically talks about uh, a lot of those various stories and then how you can use those as positive life lessons to uh, impact other people that may be going through the same thing uh, and just helping them to know that they can rise above that. Well, I love that you have been doing that so powerfully for people. And um, we are nearing the end of our program where we do uh, rapid fire. So I'm uh, okay. going to be excited to hear where uh, you're able to answer that, where uh, basically for rapid fire, what Ken does, or Ken had come up with this years ago. And it kind of reminds me of your book because um, he's pulling nuggets from people of different things that you put out in the world to show powerfully mm -hmm. how you kind of think and how you are. And that's what I noticed in Flint out loud. So, um, so when we go through rapid fire, we ask you, you know, the different questions like, you know, who are your top mentors and, you know, what, you know, quotes impacted you and so forth. And people give us back those answers in very short form without any storyline, you know, just in the, you know, impact or punch of what their answer is. And I noticed that through Flint Out Loud at the end, you asked different questions about people. What was their impact? What, what related to him, to them? What three things did they take away from that? And um, so in, in reality, it's not just a book. It's a, a workbook as well or an action guide for them right, to be able is. to take yeah, from what they it's really to make it. you just kind of dig deep. Yeah, and uh, Ken um, had done that with the first book he ever wrote was called The Perfect Networker, and it's very much a similar style. So I see you two very much alike in how you, um, in working with you on the business plan and, and talking with Ken, um, you know, working with him the last five and a half years, is how you guys um, analyze things and how you market them out and are very strategic with them is quite impactful. Um, so, mm -hmm. uh, Ken, do you want to get on and uh, lead the I rapid do. fire? Well, I actually want to uh, make an offer here. I think I want to bring you back so that I can go through the books uh, with the show the way I normally would. So, how about we get your address, and I'll send you some of my books. You send me some of yours, and I want to bring you back because you have so much great information that needs to be shared still. How well, that, that would be awesome. I would I would be honored to do that. I certainly would. And, yes, well, send me your, your information too. So, we'll, yeah, so we'll uh, go ahead and do that after the show, and let's, uh, I guess, visit Africa for a second. How many countries did you visit in Africa? How many countries did I visit in Africa? Uh Four or five. Okay, cool. So there's 50, so you got you got a couple more to go to if you wanted to. Is there any country in Africa you still <laughs> right, want to go to? Right, right. <laughs> uh, I've done a benefit for the Congo, so I really want to go there. And um, uh, I haven't really been, uh, I really haven't done too much in South Africa, so I want to go there. That's that's a good plan, especially Victoria Falls. So i got to go there. All right, Marilyn, you still there? I am. Okay, so where do you want to travel to since we're talking about cool places to go? Um, I'd like to travel to the Scandinavian countries. 
Just all of them? Haven't been there before. Well, the good yeah, news is they're, they're, they're so cheap to go to, you know. And they're all beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I'm sure they are. I've been to a lot of European countries, but not to, yeah, you know, Scandinavian countries. Yeah, so out of 206 countries, I think, I think seven of them, pretty close to seven of them, are in the top 10 most expensive places to tour. I mean, when you can pay $28 for a hamburger, you know you're in a good place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're right. Yeah, it's something else. So, uh, Andrea, you want to ask the next question? Yes, I do. So, since Marilyn, you sing, um, what is a song that really impacts you and gets you moving and grooving? Well, right now, the one by Laurel Dangle, you say, keeps me going because uh-huh. she's talking about her and, then, well, hold on. and then Crystal, and what's your song? Well, I sing too, and I have a CD or two out, so um, I, we didn't talk about that. So I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> so um, the song that really gets me going, um, it's called Free by Stevie Wonder. It's a very old song, but it's, you know, freer than a bird. Freer, it's, it has all these different relations to, to being free, and I just love it. Awesome. Ken, your next question? Yes, of course. I got it. So we'll start with Crystal and go to Maryland. Crystal, um, since you've both done the Keep Smiling project, who is a uh, story or a person you'd like to meet that's alive? A person that I would like to meet. Oh, geez, I'm supposed to be fast. We can can go to Maryland and Maryland. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, go to Maryland. (laughs) Okay. Maryland, who's the person you want to meet? A person I'd like to meet. Uh, Steven Spielberg. That's a good one. All right. Steven Spielberg. You know, oh, Crystal, wow. the way to cheat on this is go, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I have so many people that I want to meet, and a number of them I have met, and so I'm just trying to just figure that out. I'll, I'll say Les Brown, but I'm, I'm about to meet him, so. Oh, really? So you hadn't met him before. That's pretty cool. I have not met him before. Well, we are... We're in the begging process of having him agree, or not really agree, but uh, I guess approve the story we've written based on our interviews with him to uh, be part of this Keep Smiling project, so that'd be pretty cool. All right, uh, Andrea? If you had a superhero power, what would it be, Crystal? A superhero superhero power? Is that what you said? I did. Okay. It would be the power of uh, instant food, nutritional food, so being able to have everyone be fed. Hmm. Cool. No one go hungry. Marilyn? I just want to make everybody happy. I just want to throw happiness out there and everybody smile. I have that power, man. That will be me. Food makes people happy. Sure does. Except for uh, it makes people smile. Yeah, except for spoiled food. I've noticed that doesn't make people so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, Marilyn got a chance to answer uh, the quote uh, uh, question. So, Crystal, what is a quote you live by? Uh, I mentioned the one by Martin Luther King Jr. uh, And there was one from by Jack Canfield about um, just being able to 
talk to people and help them through their psychological barriers so that they can move on to their purpose. Cool. You know, that's so exciting. He's going to be our next week, and you just picked a quote by him. Yeah. He's, he's, it's probably going to make his day and his week, maybe even his month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Andrea, I think this is the last question we have time for. Oh, my. Uh, Ken, you go ahead and take it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. So we're going to go with a, a movie you'd recommend for the summer since – People have a little more time sometimes when they're on vacation. What's a what's a movie that you'd recommend? Oh, geez. Crystal, Crystal, you first. Inspirational. Okay, well, inspirational. Yeah, sure. Well, I would definitely recommend Wishman if you haven't already seen it. It is <laughs> about the life of Frank Shapewitz, and it stars and uh, uh, Alex Steele and yep. uh, Andrew Steele. Sorry. And uh, it is so, so inspirational. It's not just because it's about his life and because I know him personally, but uh, it, it really just touches your heart and makes you, it makes everyone want to go out and start a nonprofit. You know, this is, uh, I think, six weeks in a row that people have answered that as their most inspirational movie they've ever seen or that they've seen recently. It was really and, good. And, have you and seen Andrew it? Steele. <clears throat> I have three times, three times. Yes. Andrew Steele okay. uh, is doing the Keep Smiling book and Frank has already finished his and he actually shares some of the stuff that did not show up in the movie. So that was pretty cool. So Marilyn, very oh, cool. quickly, what is, what is the movie, just the title movie that you would recommend? She stole it from a wish man. Good. Okay. Um, well, you guys it's a really good amplified. movie though. Uh, no, it's okay. Wonderful. It's okay. Marilyn, we are, we're in closing mode here. So uh, this show has been brought to you by Big Events USA, the Red Carpet Connection, of course, the Keep Smiling Movement. Uh, both you and uh, Crystal and Marilyn, you have been amplified. Thank you so much for your time and the fact that you lead with love and that you cause so many smiles and that you're on a mission to even cause more. So thanks for participating in the, in the Keep Smiling 100 project and we look forward to continuing the conversation later. Again, this show has been brought to you by the Keep Smiling Movement and we'll be back next week with Jack Canfield. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.